<clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You podcast. You've got your hosts, Pat and Jules here. Hi, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Whatever day you're listening to from wherever you're listening to, we're back. We're, we're back. Here. We we're back, anymore. and we actually have a special guest here in the studio with us. <laughs> uh, she probably won't say much, but she's a big girl. It is our wonderful doggo, Willow. She's looking at us right now like, what are you guys doing over there We've been going through the the process of, I mean, she was crate cha- trained when she was young, and her crate is huge, so she loves it. It's comfortable in there, but for our own mental sanity, I guess, we've been like trying to move away from the crate, so we let well, her Eventually, have... we're going to have to get rid of it. It's just yeah. too big to keep. I mean, maybe we'll store it. I don't know, but it's too big and she doesn't need it, although she does like it sometimes. So Yeah. So usually when we would record, we would put Willow in the crate. That way she's, you know, kind of not not too close to us while we're recording and oh, but right now she's bed. she's in the room with us, so <laughs> we'll see how this goes. She might come over and lick the microphone or Hopefully try and not. play or something. But Yeah. But she's here. She's here. Um, we just got back from the Catskills. We were there for a few days. It was absolutely amazing. I love it up there. We did a lot more this time than we did last time, I feel like. Yeah, well, last time when we were up there, we were up there in December. It was snowy. Which was so, cool. Yeah, also, it was really nice. I think we would need to learn to ski or something. Yeah. And I guess COVID was a little more serious still, so a lot of things were shut down. Um and at that point, we weren't leaving Willow alone, yeah, so we couldn't we both go somewhere. So last time we were there, I think I don't. We didn't eat out any meals. We made coffee and lunch every day, and then for dinner, I think I picked up food for us twice. Mm-hmm. Like we'd order out and just. It was also cold, so it was like not very nice to be outside. But this time was nice. It was. You're up in the mountains, so it is like cold at night, but it's warm during the day still. Like 70s, mm-hmm. it was like literally perfect and there was no humidity. I don't know. It felt like just super fresh, like very mountain weather. Like. Yeah. And I think we, part of the fun of the trip was like every morning, wake up, go outside, it feels nice. And then we'd, we'd, where we stayed, everything was a 20 minute drive. Like the closest coffee yeah. spot, 20 minutes. The co- closest gas station, 20 minutes. Like the it closest wasn't restaurant. far, but it's not like, unless you're staying in the town, which you don't really want to do there. I feel like you want to be, it's like a cabin yeah, you want vibe. A little bit like of space. You want the space, you want the yard, hot tub, like whatever it is. So um, I, I did link our Airbnb. It was a really cool spot um, that I just found and it was perfect. And yeah. it made us want to have our own. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was nice because, I mean, the house we stayed in was nice the we had some land so our willow could like we could just open the door and let her go out and she would run around um and then we were close enough to some cool restaurants some things we did uh, there was a brewery right near us um, i loved that i loved that there was a little we went to two really good like restaurants um one was the scribner's Pro- prospect scribner's. yeah i think prospect was... was the name of the restaurant but it's at like the scribner's, scribner's lodge or lodge, something yeah and then the other one was the Deer Mountain Inn. Yeah. That was a wedding venue, restaurant, hotel. So cute. I put it on my story and I was like, if anyone's getting married soon, like next year, you need to look at this place because it was so, it was just like great. It was definitely a cool wedding vibe. Yeah. And, and we had dinner there. I think our dinner reservation there was like 630. 
So we got sat down. You walk through the lodge, and it's like you feel like you're walking through like the most cozy cabin. Oh, ever. The bar there, I would have liked the bar, to be back to go back. And then we get out. We sat on the back deck, so you're overlooking kind of the the mountain view, and then also like the like the I don't want to call it the meadow, but I don't know if that's right. Like the land kind of, where yeah. the water, where the not where the water, where the wedding was. Yeah. So it's just really pretty, and then it was a gorgeous night, and like a nice sunset and blah, yeah, really blah, nice. blah. So yeah. yeah, it was really good. Um, so I guess that's kind of, um, so I think, um, and, and everything we've talked about with like our, like the weekend in the cat skills and everything you saw on social media is like completely real. We really did like it. We had a lot of fun. It was a good time for us. It was a good time with Willow. Um, it was a nice little getaway, but I think in like the spirit of being real and not just talking and sharing about like the highlights of everything. And this is kind of a trend that I, we keep seeing more and more on social media, on Instagram, like how do we show and talk about stuff that is real, that is honest, that is not just life is always good and but you know what's funny sorry about this though yeah i just saw this TikTok and it was a I, I think it was a guy explaining something that emma chamberlain had said and it was like if everybody is so real all the time because like the trend now is to be real yeah if everybody is so real all the time and the pictures people are posting are to be as real as possible and the content we're sharing is to be as real as possible then nobody's actually being real yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the trend now is to be so real that there is actually no realness to being to like pretending to be real. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's it's like a, a balancing act. It's a it's a little bit of like you, you do want to show your highlight reel. You do want to show the positive stuff. You do want to show the really cool stuff. But that's not how it always is. There is a lot of like stuff that goes on behind the scene that is challenging or stuff that's like our relationship isn't perfect or there were actually a lot of flaws in the cat skills but we don't talk about that and it it's um like to me it's the balancing act of that like here's an example okay and one that you would agree with yeah so lately while we're here still living at my parents house i actually haven't shot one piece actually i did yesterday but i haven't really shot any content here Mm -hmm. because I'm just kind of like I don't really get inspired here I like I've been traveling a lot this year so when I travel I do batch a lot of content because it's just works better for me right now um so when we went to the Catskills I brought extra stuff to shoot I made sure I had written down like new TikTok ideas like Instagram ideas like just different things that I was going to be working on so our first day there you know I woke up and I basically was doing content from the beginning of the day we took a break in the middle of the day all the way to the end of the day and I think a lot of times like, you know, people think that we're traveling. It's just for fun. And really like a lot of it is work. And we do try to incorporate like fun things. But like behind the scenes, like I am working, doing a lot of content when it seems like we're just enjoying this magical trip. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a good example of it. I think in like all of everything that we always talk about, like there are some like real pieces to it that maybe we don't talk about that are hard. Um yeah, I mean, that's obviously a good example. I think how you started that, like us living here at your parents, like 
we talk about that a lot. We talk about our living arrangement. The truth of the matter is, is because like we don't get treated great by banks. And meaning what? Like when a bank look at you and I, like we are very risky to a bank. And that causes us a lot of stress. Like that is you a guys big hear it yeah. from us when we say like we don't know where we live and like kind of like a haha. But the reality is, is that that is like a brutal reality for us. And that sucks. It's not even really like we don't know where. We kind of have an idea of what we want to do right now. It's just the process of not also having like a W-2 because we work for ourselves yeah. actually makes it a lot harder to buy something mm-hmm. um, no matter how much money you make. So yeah. it's just a matter of like us going and kind of taking the risk to be able to do stuff like that with banks and yeah, it has made our decision-making process harder. Um, and that's just the reason it's been taking us so long. And yeah. it's a joke and it's funny, but I think lately it's been like so serious for us um, and just kind of like a conversation we dread having because we have it so often. Yeah, and it's... it's and it's a choice. Like it is our choice to be here. Absolutely. Like we, we knew what we... Maybe we didn't like know we fully can go what we knew what we, we were signing up for when we, well, it when was, I yeah. left my job. Like we didn't know everything that we were taking on, and definitely some of the like not being a W two right now is ch- making some things challenging. The um the conversations for us around like where we're gonna live and what we're gonna do and how we're gonna do it. I'll, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, like we wake up whatever go to the gym sit down work we take we took a break at like i don't know 10 or 11 from work and i'm like okay a little bit of a break let's go walk willow and on the walk like i didn't want to be anywhere near you because me yes okay because you are like talking about where we're gonna live and it's not like an easy conversation it's not like a so i was like okay this is not he always does this on the podcast what? You always say things to me later than you like you would never have said that to me. But it's not something that like I'm I'm going to bring up to like make it further. Like I'll just keep it quiet, we'll finish the walk and then we get back and go back to work. Like it's not it's not that you were bringing it up. It's just that it's such like a ongoing stressful thing that the whole living arrangement thing is just an example of some of like the realness of What's why Pat doesn't want to be anywhere near me, as he said. I didn't say that. You said, literally said that. Okay. You just said that. For that moment. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it's been um, obviously challenging and maybe different for both of us. So. Well, what do you mean different? It's been Nothing, hard just, for both yeah, of us. Yeah, in different ways, I guess, maybe just in our own heads about thinking about different things. Like how you're yeah. thinking about it is different than how I'm thinking about it and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like Julia said, it's something that we have decided like we at the end of the day, we signed up for what we're doing. So it's it's not something that we can like super easily change. But it is one well, of we the. Can. Yes, we have the ability to change it. It's it's because of all the different things that we're doing or want to do or waiting for or don't want to do that. We're not doing it. But yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely can. And I think another thing you just said is like another example of like a little bit more of the behind the scenes. When we left the Catskills, like 
we had a great time there. It was a great trip, but we left there and we're like, oh, now we want to do more. We just had to kick uh, our special guest out of the room. <laughs> well, I was being a little too obnoxious there. Um, so what I was saying is, like, yeah, we had a great time in the Catskills. And then we left and immediately felt so much pressure to, like, we want to do more. We want to we want to get a house in the Catskills. We want to Airbnb it. We want to be able to go visit there. We want to do it. And it's like, I feel like that's a little bit of who we are because we are so motivated to do new things and to try things. And, like, if we like it, we do it. And it turns a trip like that that should have been um, – or it was like a really good trip, but now we're like, we can't stop talking about wanting to do more shit with a house and the Catskills and an Airbnb. I think and like- that, yes, we are motivated types of people and it's great to have the motivation and want to do all the things all the time. Obviously, that gets to a point where it's exhausting because time does move by and the way I think about things is like, okay, how much time has gone by without us figuring out this one thing that we've been trying to figure out? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just like having to go for it and make some make a move or I'll be like, are we wasting our time on this thing by not doing something about it? Mm-hmm. So that's just like the pressure. Yeah. And it's pressure that we put on ourselves ultimately. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. Us being annoyed at each other about every conversation that we have. Yeah. That seems to be a thing for us. I, I don't know if it's, a phase i don't know if it's a what's causing it i uh, the way i just even said a phase (laughs) julia just rolled her eyes and gave me a look like i i don't know i don't know what's going on there i think it's maybe we do too much together maybe we do like everything for us feels so heightened in a stressful way i just feel like i'm learning new things that you're saying like, I just feel like you're saying these things and I don't really feel like you think about it like that or that you said that. What do you that. mean? I don't think about what? Like, everything is so heightened with us and everything is so much pressure and everything is why we, you think that we fight about this all the time, that we do too much together. Like, you would never have said that the other day, I feel like. Well, I, maybe I feel like I'm protected by this podcast on right now. Great. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, don't you feel that way? Like, this is a little bit of, I mean, like, don't you feel that way recently? Yeah, I just think I want to figure out more things. And it's, yeah, I guess it's great that we can talk about it on here. I mean, like, the reality is that we are struggling and stressed out about things that we want to move forward with and figure out. And um, the only other thing I can think about in my head is the song that we were listening to that's like, Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. You're doing fine. <laughs> well, it's like part of it is like, why are we in such a rush? But the other part of it is like, well, we just have things we want to do. I have things I want to accomplish. I have things I want to do on our own, on my own. And I, it, with this certain topic about our living situation, it is an ongoing thing for us that I don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. And everyone listening is probably like, well, then fucking change it. I know. It, I was just thinking about that 
like what is the advice we would give ourselves? And that's always like the hardest thing. Like take a step back from what we're talking about. If somebody else was like, here's our issues and what's going on. Like, what would we say? Well, because there's a lot of reasons why we're doing it and there's a lot of perks and there's good things about it too. Obviously, they've yeah. been outweighing the reasons that we aren't doing it or we would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe then do we need to just remind ourselves and then be okay with it? No, or I is think it like that we need to set a timeline. to the point. Okay. Yeah. Timeline would be new. Yeah. Plan timeline. Like this Thursday? <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> actually, <laughs> in two hours, we are going to buy a house. Yes. Uh, if by okay. next week's episode, we don't live somewhere <laughs> else, we're uh, shoot us. I, I think like when we were having the conversation the other day, I was just like, oh my God, like thinking about like how old we are and thinking about like us still living here. And I was just like, is something wrong with us? Like, do people think that we're just like losers? Yeah. Yeah, I think about that a lot. I just started to feel like a loser. Yeah. It's fine. I don't mind being a loser. No, not, neither do I. I th- in, in my own mind, I'm not a loser. In my own <laughs> mind, like, okay. things are good. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm absolutely, I'm almost 35 years old and live at my in-law's house. Like, that is a fact. And if you put that on a TV show, like, that character would be a dork. <laughs> Yeah, if you look at it like that way, yeah. Well, it's true, though. I mean, right? Like, yeah, you can put into perspective <laughs> of, you know, we do some other stuff. We do some things. We are trying. Like, do some other stuff. We do a lot. I know. I know. It's not like I'm living in your my in-law's basement not doing <laughs> shit. Like, I'm, I do a lot. But, like, that's a fact. Like, I live at my in-law's yeah. house, and I'm 34. Yeah, growing out my hair and I got growing out your hair, hair that's gonna beard. be something yeah but um, um so it's like we, we are doing we are trying and the living arrangement is just kind of is what it is and it's funny we were talking to your mom and she was like do you think your listeners are ever tired of hearing about it and <laughs> I was like are you tired of hearing like, about it yeah well she she's experiencing it with us okay this is so, why this happens at this time though this time every year is about to be into the fall. I love the fall. I love Halloween. I love it's my birthday. I just have all these things. It's football season. I'm always like, oh, I swear I do this every year. I'm like, I want to be able to host. I mm. like hosting. I want to be able to decorate our house. I'm excited to be able to do things for my birthday in a city that we live. Like there's just so many things that I feel like I'm missing out on. And that's where yeah. it kind of cracks for me in my brain. And I break down because I'm like, how many, I don't want to do this anymore for a certain amount of years. So yeah. There's a reason that we're home and we've probably gone over those reasons, but you know, and and then I'm like, well, at some point we will and we will never have this time again with my parents and all that. So it's just a back and forth cycle and I want to rip my hair out. Yeah. Yeah, we can play the game of what is the most sensible, what is the most like reasons why we do, reasons why we don't, why this makes sense, why that makes sense. And like it goes back to me like what do we want to be doing and why do we want to be doing that and if that comes together then we should just do it and you know like i said earlier like the financial aspect of how banks look at us for buying purposes like yeah that's a challenge but we could probably figure ways around it 
so if, if that's kind of like the intention of where we want to go and what we want to do, then we should commit to it yeah. and do it. All right. I feel like we should move on from this conversation. Okay. So we can have it by ourselves for the 6,000th time. Anyway, was that the end of like, besides the mo- our situation, I mean. No, I, I, to me, I, when we were talking about this episode, we were like thinking of what up front and I said, let's just, I hate saying be real now because of the damn app, but <laughs> I was like, let's be real about some stuff and talk and, you know. Let's be real it with the app. Be real. I still don't have that app, you guys. I don't know. I don't want another app. It's. Is it going to go anywhere? Like, do you think it'll just fade out? I don't know. I just don't know how it's going to turn into like a platform. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess it is, but like, you don't. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you don't monetize it. (laughs) Somebody might. If you get enough community on there, you might be able to, but I don't know. They're probably working on stuff on there that's they're trying to figure out how to keep it going. Well, it's kind of like the Clubhouse one or like there's been others that just kind of yeah. faded, I feel like. Um, right? Clubhouse, isn't that the one? I don't know. I never had that one. Um, well, today we decided to full 360 from where we just were. Mm-hmm. We wanted to read love stories. I don't know why. I just thought... That it would be fun to kind of read some stories. If you're single, this will be a great episode for you for some hope. If you're in a relationship, it could also just be fun to read some and listen to them and know that, you know, relationships are, can be good. I think I thought of this idea because I did a TikTok and it was like just talking about how people used to tell us, oh, you know, be, uh, I used to just always hear, don't get married or, oh yeah, wait till it's, you know, seven years into your relationship or wait till 10 years, like things are going to get hard. Like you're going to regret that decision. Kind of like mm. things like that, maybe not that direct. And we would always just be like, oh, and this was like when we were engaged or like when we were, people would ask us, hey, you guys going to get married? And we'd be like, yeah, whatever. And then it just started to turn into like all the negativity and less positivity around marriage. And we were Mm -hmm. like, why is there a stigma like this? And yeah, I think the joke is that like, of course, it's hard. And of course, it's um, not always going to be like rainbows and butterflies. But there is a lot of like hope for love. And everybody wants that love story at the end. And I think we just wanted to hear more like positive thoughts around marriage and love versus all the negative stigma that people need to share yeah i think the way a lot of like the narrative around love and relationships like kills the hopeless romantic in all of us like i want to believe in love stories i want to believe in things working out i want to believe in you know the the underdog like i want to believe in all that and a lot of like we were talking about this the other day um like people joking like oh don't ever get married take your time like that that kind of joke that everybody says literally everybody says is like oh maybe i should wait oh maybe yeah. we shouldn't have done this oh maybe where maybe this won't work maybe this yeah, is gonna turn out bad where like the kid in me is like i don't know like you what want about the that, movies what about yeah you you want that magic you want that sparkle you want that 
Somebody commented. That is just as real. On that TikTok, somebody commented and they were like, been together for 25 years. It's just about the right person. Mm -hmm. Like no one is, and I don't expect people to be like, oh my God, you know, I've never fought a day in my life or it's been the easiest, best thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Um, But the stigma like so negative is just, I don't know why people feel the need to share their negativity on everybody else and tell them like it's like a warning, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Can I get into the first story? Sure. You have one? So, well, I was just going to say my parents. Um, Yeah, they're a good example. They're just a good, quick example. Of young love, Young love. So my parents, Gene and Joe, God bless them, um, actually are coming up on celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. Insane. They both turn 70 this summer. My dad turned it. My mom is about to. So they got engaged when my mom was 19 and my dad was 20. And I've heard them tell stories of when they got engaged, everybody around them saying, you are too young, you are too young. Even back then, I'm doing air quotes back then, when people did get married earlier, Everybody around my parents still said 19 and 20 was still too early. They were like come from struggling families. Neither of them. I think they both were working in the restaurant industry. Um, Like didn't have a lot of the like stability around them. But they're both very committed to each other and very committed to their relationship Um, that they went through with it. They got married when my dad was 21 and my mom was 20 and now they've been together 50 years and Mm. it's and seven kids (laughs) and yeah 50 years seven kids 12 grandkids and one dog um (laughs) but it's it's they are I think in me, a lot of the differences, how Julia and I think about relationships, they are what instilled in me the like one person forever. Like once you commit to marriage, like there's no backing out like that stability or that You're foundation. They're very committed to that. Yeah. And, and they'll say like, yeah, we had times we hated each other, but we were not hated, but we were committed to figuring out, to making the sacrifices, to being willing to give up more of ourselves to um, sustain the relationship. And also a lot of like my traditional, you know, like the the not move in, not live together. Like that definitely comes from my parents. Um, and, you know, I think my parents are still in love, you know, to this day. They, they hang out at the beach all day, every day together. And my mom drinks wine and my dad eats too many desserts. And <laughs> they just make each other happy and... They're like the Hallmark yeah. couple. Like yeah. picture that. Yeah. To be fair, um, it worked for them and that's like a reason to believe in it. I, I would say that 20 is young and I don't think I would like – I don't think I would encourage my kids to get married that young. But, you know, if they wanted to, I you know, that's their choice type of thing. But I do think that – more times than not, when you are super, super young, I don't think it works out just because I think that not all young people are super smart and know what they're doing. Yeah. I think 
I mean, the way to kill the magic. No, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to give the other side of I understand why people say saying you're yeah, too young yeah, yeah. is different than being like, oh, don't get married. Yeah. Because people say I that at any age. You know when you're 20, if you're like, hey, we're going to get married, like you're going to get that feedback. But if behind closed doors, you can have the conversation with your partner and say, we're going to not listen to them. We are committed. Why are we committed? Like have those hard, challenging conversations. Yeah. And that say. was kind of me in a, in a way. Yeah. We started dating when you, yeah. You, I was 20 you were, when you we were met. 20. I was 27. We lived 400 miles away. Yeah. Like everybody was saying, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I honestly, if we had, if somebody wrote us in that, in an advice column and said that, like, I don't know what we would think about yeah. it. We might say, yeah. do you, honey? Like, but as long as you are committed and know what you're doing and like then no 20 is not too young and just be able to accept the risks and the yeah like mistake that could be i guess and you'll be fine either way yeah definitely i and have another story i just want to say real quick my um when people ask my parents like how'd you guys do it you know they're always like you know people say oh 50 years seven kids how'd you guys do it yeah the stigma how'd you do it is so hard yeah my mom always says well, you know, we had a lot of love. We we prayed a lot, a lot of faith in God and Jesus. And, you know, it was just kind of that that helped pull us through and kept us on, on the track. So my mom kind of very, like, deep and thoughtful. And and if you ask my dad how'd you do it, he'd say, a lot of drugs and a lot of drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and now you can see why they've been able to stay together because they balance each other out. Yeah. This isn't about us, obviously, but my I just have a cute story about my parents' good friends. Um, they are in their 70s now, and they my parents met these people when they went to Israel for like a trip. They did a couple's thing, and they met this couple out there, and the couple was telling them how they met, and this couple were both widowed. So they are in their late 40s, I think, early 50s, both of their significant others had passed away. One was like from cancer and I forget the other one. So they were both widowed, mm -hmm. set up on a bunch of dates, kind of started dating again. And, you know, they had said like, you know, it was just kind of hard. And then then some one of his friends set him up on a blind date and it was with this girl and they ended up like connecting. And obviously, you know, later they ended up getting married and they've been together for 25 years now and it's their second marriage when you see them together they're like the cutest couple they mm -hmm. are like so in love and they relate on this other level of having lost their first spouse but being able to like find love again and it was just like really it was a really cool story um and they're just like a really cool couple i just thought their story is super interesting i always like yeah. to like tell people because especially older people too, where like maybe you're a widow or like just to have faith in like, yeah, you don't know how long you're going to be with this person because of life, but there's always another chance at love and there's always like somebody. I, I believe that there's more than one yeah. person for you. So that's my thought. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, <clears throat> that's maybe like the motivation and magic in that story. I mean, I know the couple you're talking about and if you're listening and you're like, well, the one I loved and thought I loved forever was my ex or it was somebody who passed, like, yeah, if you're somebody passed on or like 
that there is somebody else out there that there is that love can come twice that yeah. it, it it's not just uh, it's, think about like your exes too like every love is just a different love which is like yeah. the best way to explain it okay i just want to read a few of these other stories from people because they're very some are very cute remember teresa and rusty their story yeah, she was a widow, right? So she was, this was a couple that we met out at the bar two weeks ago. Um, older couple, I'd guess what, mid-70s? Late 70s? Yeah, mid- uh, Mid to late 70s. They were tell. up there. And um, we started chit-chatting with them, and she was telling us how they met, that um, Teresa was widowed, and the very first date after- uh, her spouse passed on was with rusty and now they've been together for 20 something years yeah these are just like short stories but they're cute hmm. okay i started working at a nursing home as a nurse and met the physical therapist i also wait what okay let me start over i started working at a nursing home as a nurse and met the physical therapist i also met these women our patients they told me how wonderful the physical therapist is and said we should date he looked taken and i told them he probably wasn't interested so not taking no for an answer our patients faked injuries so i would have to take them to go see him now the couple is married with a baby <laughs> that's amazing it's just like cute it, yeah it's really cute i feel like that's a scene from a movie yeah like somebody doing something to bring people together yeah it's, and like not, oh it's it's innocent and we didn't do this intentionally yeah and I'm like chuckling behind the scenes yeah like and like also being able to be the person who's like i set that up like look at them now yeah i met my boyfriend on instagram three months ago during a national pandemic which is mm. the one i think we all know <laughs> i'm his first girlfriend and i've been single for the last five years when i tell you love really does come find you i promise that it does and the right love will stay just a little mm. it's cute looking for it or not looking for it I keep hearing more and more stories about people um, starting dating during COVID. And I feel like there is some, that can be some of the positivity that came out of yeah. the pandemic. Okay. This one's kind of sad, but happy. Mm -hmm. I found out I was pregnant at 19. My boyfriend and son's biological father passed away when I was 14 weeks pregnant. I was completely devastated. Pregnancy was very depressing due to mourning and missing my boyfriend. I had my son and felt whole again. When my son was 10 months old, we met this guy. He accepted and loved my son like his own. My son started calling him dad when he was one year old and we got engaged after a year and a half of dating. We wanted to grow our family a year after marriage but needed some help through IVF. I transferred the only embryo we had and found out we were pregnant two weeks later. Now we're waiting on baby girl to come in February 2021. So this was mm -hmm. a while ago. but A little bit ago. Cute, right? That's awesome. I, I um that that was keeps the stories of people that lose their significant other while they're pregnant is just like yeah. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Insane. There was, I think, a baseball player who recently passed away, and or maybe no, it was a football player, recently passed away, and like within a week after him passing away, his girlfriend found out that she was pregnant. Yeah, and. Like, I remember geez, her like what are the odds too you know, know to like be pregnant right at that time yeah unless you're trying I don't know I remember her Instagram caption when she shared about it, it was something like heaven had to gain gain an angel first for earth to gain an angel too or something like that yeah it obviously that's like <laughs> I'm heart, like I, heartbreak yeah. kind of sadness but also there's a lot of magic in that yeah okay 
We met when I was 14. He was just turning 16. We were together on and off through high school, then went to college in different states. After driving overnight to visit me every other weekend, he changed schools and we became inseparable. We got engaged December 1991 and were married in November 1992. We had three baby boys in a row and were so in love with each other and our little family. In the decade after our youngest was born, I had several miscarriages and was told that another baby was extremely unlikely. We moved on and had many years of amazing adventures as a family of five. Fast forward to summer of 2015 when we had the biggest surprise of our lives, a baby girl was on the way. We kept her a secret for as long as we possibly could and finally getting to tell her brothers was one of the happiest memories. Our daughter was born in March of 2016 and she's the little cherry on our Sunday. Last December, we celebrated 27 years of marriage. Wow. Cute. That is quite a big uh, gap. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to think. 1991? Well, they were that got engaged in ninety one, married in ninety two, had three babies in a row. Doesn't say when they had oh, the babies. Gotcha. So okay. Um. Oh, in the decade after our youngest was born, I had several miscarriages. So ten okay. years, so probably. Ten year. Yeah. Gotcha. It's kind of like Ethan, my yeah. brother. Um. Okay, the blind date in front of twenty thousand people. It all started when I was randomly selected from a crowd of 20,000 people to go on a blind date with this man on stage as entertainment for the crowd. As fate would have it, we both went to the same college and he was kind of cute, athletic, and nice. So I decided to go on a second date with him. On our second date, we found out my last name is Jester and his was King. And our birthdays were back-to-back days. Weird, right? This random blind date turned into lots of dates. Us traveling the world together, us getting a dog, getting engaged, graduating college, getting married, traveling some more together, and getting another dog, and then buying a house. I now get to mess with my family about how I went from a common jester to a king, all (laughs) thanks to God and this one random blind date. Oh. It was like a picture of it being like on, like, like at a concert or like some, I don't know, some like big event. Oh. That's I mean, they're the last names. That's coincidence, and then the birthdays being oh, and the same colleges too. Yeah, so yeah. Like, that's a lot of kind of like meant to be weird similarities. Yeah, yeah. We met in high school when I was sixteen, and Kendall was fifteen. We were both in choir together. The first time I saw him, I told him that we were going to fall in love. Basically, I'm a fortune teller. Anyway. We date through high school. Kenzo and I graduate as he gets called to serve in Croatia as a missionary for two years. We wrote lots of letters and we Skyped. Then he came home from his mission and it was the best day of my entire life. Once he came home, it was like he never left. We picked up right where we left off. We were dating, having a good old time, and we got engaged. Then we got married and it's been the happiest two and a half years of my life. I feel like a lot of these are just like unexpected things as well that make it like... um, just people, I think now really want to organically find love instead of being on the apps. And I was, who was I just talking to? Oh, my my friend. I was just like, we were both like, I just can't imagine having to be on the dating apps. Like, I definitely, I don't know. I don't want to be doing that. I'm glad I don't have to. Yeah. I think that it has worked for some people, but it does feel, you know, forced. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, definitely the dating app is not. But there are probably a ton of good dating app like stories. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, yeah, dating app love stories. Right? Yeah, I'm like sure. I'm saying it does work. And yeah, I just think like getting into it, like being like, yeah. oh, now I have to download this app. Yeah, which is the way it is today. Yeah, I yeah. guess to do everything to get food delivered from McDonald's, I got to download an app now. 
Yeah. When's the last time you had McDonald's? I don't know. I'm going to start eating meat again, though. <laughs> you keep t- talking about it. Pat keeps talking about wanting to eat meat again. He, like, texts me randomly. He's like, should we eat meat? And I'm like, sure. Like, I'm down with it. I think you're more just like, you're afraid to start eating it again. Yeah. I don't know. I might do it. I might just eat a, a burger. Get a burger tonight. This. God, you'll be like in the bathroom all night. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, I just wanted to read some of those stories. They're very, hopefully, uplifting after the first half of our episode. Yeah. Well, I think how we talked in the beginning about. We basically were fighting. So. A level of sharing the the highlights but also sharing some of the realness every one of these stories that we just read is like the highlight and it's what love is and what love can be in relationships every one of those i can guarantee had their challenges though yeah you know it's not like they were all happy-go-lucky all the time like you know when i talk about my parents stories or any of the stories we said like there are challenges there are you know, sacrifices, but but love really can be that amazing thing that we all dream of and want it to be. Yeah, so don't listen to all the people out there that are just miserable and, I don't know, yeah. not wanting to tell you the good parts of it and want to focus on the negative, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'd probably, like, I don't know, even make jokes. Yeah, about, I, like, I know. Yeah, I feel like we do, I think we too. do, it's too. Like, but I don't and know why. I don't why. know why, where it comes from. It's just like. But if somebody seriously asked you. Yeah. You'd be like, it's great, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it... I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where that comes from. I think it's like habit of hearing it from other people too. And the joke, like the, the joke around marriage. That is mm-hmm. kind of like a universal thing. Yeah. Which is annoying. It makes me think of like, I keep seeing all these TikToks of like dad jokes. It makes me, it's like the universal yeah, exactly. dad joke. Like everybody, yeah. don't get married. Just wait as long as you can. Like, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for today's episode. Um, we hope you guys liked it. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. It's love that for you pod. And if you want to leave us a review, we would absolutely love that. Um, we share it on our Instagram too sometimes and it would just help us. So that's it for this episode. See you guys next week. See you everybody. Bye.